Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to part two of episode 44 of Why Are People Into That? The podcast that gets matching tattoos with you and then breaks up with you 10 days later. My guest today is Tamara Santibanez, the punk Chicana tattoo artist who gave me the pink triangle on my middle finger. In part two, Tamara reveals the specifics of her fantasy to incorporate tattooing into a kinky sex scene. And I might tell a few dirty tattoo stories of my own. Don't forget to check out my article about this episode on the intersectional feminist blog, The Establishment, at theestablishment.co. Follow at Tina Horn's ass on Twitter and Instagram. Visit wirepeopleintothat.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Acast and iTunes. Take a few seconds to write a review and tell your friends about the show. If you listen to Wire People Into That and would like to help me keep the lights on while getting access to exclusive content, pledge me a little paper at patreon.com slash Tina Horn. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash T-I-N-A-H-O-R-N. So turn off your alt porn for just a little while and tune in to part two of Why Are People Into Tattoos? Have you ever met a tattoo fetishist, not someone who fetishizes people who are tattooed, but someone who actually has like a sexual fetish of being tattooed? Or tattooing, I guess. I, I don't... I don't, not that I know of, I'll, I'll yeah. answer that way. I, I've had a couple of clients that I remember in the moment thinking, this person is sitting way too well. I really think that they are getting something out of this. Um, I was not made aware of it, so yeah. I could be wrong, but that was what I was picking up on. Um, and And yeah, I think most of my clients, if they are masochists in any way are, are pretty open with me about it or at least I I can pick up on that yeah. um and I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever met anyone who specifically or explicitly had a fetish for the process of getting tattooed um I mean getting I I've heard stories of people who would get tattooed as part of their fetish or as part of a scene yeah i i haven't done that personally um but i mean i but i obviously i know that that exists like you know i've done i've done like daddy tattoos and i've done like owned tattoos and i've done those, those types of tattoos um that you know serve to accentuate an existing dynamic that 
but but it's not i'm not a part of it yeah um i've i uh actually my f- a friend of mine is a used to work at pandora's box and she oh, told yeah. me on her first day a guy came in who had tattoos and he was really in a it was his thing to get tattooed from all the doms and get stick and pokes. That and, I have heard of. Yeah. And he would get them done on his butt butt cheeks and then he just had whatever they wanted to give him, whether it was like wow. toilet slut or like a yin yang. I would love to meet meet somebody like that. And and I I really enjoy the overlap of of fetish and the kink community with tattooing. And I would like to encourage that more. I haven't gotten so much of it recently. Um I mean, there's people who are, are friends of mine who are kinky people who I tattoo, but it's not usually kink related or as part of kink scenario. So it seems to me like there's a couple of things at play here with the potential f- of using tattoos in an erotic way. So one would be branding, right? Mm-hmm. Like ownership of like you know or like a demonstration of devotion right and you know i mean people get best friend tattoos and like love tattoos all the time right so it's just a sort of like more specific style of 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 that right that you're like uh connecting yourself to that person or like uh yeah like making a commitment to uh your to to whatever relationship you have with that person, whether it's like dominant or submissive or partners or whatever. Of course, we all know that history is littered with matching tattoos or tattoos <laughs> right. of people that like what the, the proverbial wino forever. Mm-hmm. You know about that, right? The, the, yes. the Johnny Depp, uh, Winona forever, which he changed to wino forever. <laughs> um, you know, I myself got matching tattoos with a boyfriend who I promptly broke up with, 10 days afterwards, you know, which is, which is, which is fine. And I, I will, I will just say that like my feeling about that is like exemplary of all my tattoos, which is that I don't regret having a matching tattoo with someone who I then broke up with because like the tattoo represented that relationship, which was important to me, like Mm -hmm. even in its ending. Right. Like, so, right. And I, I, and I feel that way about even, you know, even my tattoos that I'm like, Oh, this is tacky or like, Oh, I don't care about this as much as I used to. Or, Oh, if I knew better now, I would like get that in a different place or Mm -hmm. I would like actually, uh, like get it designed, like get this particular symbol, like designed differently. You know, it's like if I, you, you have to live with it and like, guess what? life's like that you have to live with shit yeah and so in that sense i don't think getting a kink related tattoo or an ownership ds tattoo is is any crazier than getting really any other tattoo totally (laughs) it's really the same level of commitment as any other tattoo totally even though to some people what it symbolizes might be a little uh intense so there's there's you know the devotion or ownership or branding in a relationship. So you could imagine like a scene where like a, a dominant like instructs a submissive to like get a daddy tattoo or, you know, or, or vice versa mm-hmm. to order them to like get matching tattoos in that way. Okay. That's pretty kinky. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since the person getting the tattoo has to like endure the pain or the experience, you know, a, a, a truly like sadistic top could like instruct their submissive to like get the tattoo in like a 
space like in a place in their body that is especially hurty right you know <laughs> like I, like i don't know the foot um <laughs> um what is what is the hurtiest part of the body to be tattooed on uh, like in general the the, the ribs are, are pretty bad yeah um Lower back is really bad. Oh, yeah. Palms of your hands is really painful. You have the foot. Yeah, the foot does hurt. Yeah, my I have a tattoo on my foot, and it is probably the shortest tattoo that I've ever gotten. It took 10 minutes. They were the most excruciating 10 minutes <laughs> yeah. of my life. Um Okay, so there's so there's that, um, but so but now let's let's uh, let's talk about pain, right? Right. Um, because some people are sadomasochists. Some people, (laughs) some people, some people are, I've read about it in books, enjoy, (laughs) enjoy erotic, the giving and receiving of erotic pain, or they find pain erotic. Um, And that looks differently for a lot of different people just because you find one kind of pain erotic doesn't mean that you find other kinds of pain erotic, right? So you may be a sadomasochist who like loves getting like your ass beat, but you, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to like jizz your pants while you're getting a tattoo, <laughs> yeah, right? Definitely not. That That's something tattooing has really illustrated to me because, yeah. and especially tattooing so many pe- people who are sadomasochists, um, and just and just seeing that that it really was not a particularly uh, enjoyable experience for them, um, and and that to me is a testament that yeah, it really is so specific and more and more about the scenario and the context in which the pain is being inflicted. Yeah, um, which is something personally I would really like to experiment with because I would love to create a scene for somebody where yeah. they were getting tattooed and that was. The scene, like to be totally honest with you, that's kind of my secret dream is to be like, it's not a secret anymore, Tamara. <laughs> to everyone out there, I'm officially coming out that I want to be like the tattoo dom and like, you know, like erotically humiliate people while tattooing them, or <laughs> or have like a whole scene set up where the tattooing is, you know, like a medical play scene, but with tattooing instead, and. I would love to offer that service. I really would. <laughs> well, uh, it would be very expensive just <laughs> as a warning. Oh my God. I feel like, I feel like I can hear what that sound you hear is the sound of like, you know, 10,000 little fingers Googling you. But then, but then the needle scratch, like when you're like, but also it's going to be very expensive. But maybe, maybe <laughs> hopefully there's a good um, cross-section out there of people who would be interested in that and can fucking afford you. Um, okay, so let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get a sadistic thrill from tattooing people? I, I would be lying if I said that I didn't. Yeah. That's not a usual part of my day. And I'm though. sure that's like a very annoying question that all tattoo artists get asked i don't i don't know if it if it is i i think i think really what it comes down to is as a tattooer you have to be able to disassociate from hurting somebody you have to to effectively do your job you have to not not let it affect your performance to feel to feel bad that you're hurting somebody you know it's so funny i went to the dentist yesterday and uh my the dentist and the dental hygienist kept being like are you okay and like 
you know, I can handle a lot of pain mm-hmm. and I have like ways of like processing pain and depending on the situation that I'm in, I will like use different ones, right? Like if I'm in a dungeon doing a scene and I am like <laughs> processing pain, mm-hmm. I might like uh like really let myself like like process using my voice and like moan and scream and like do a bunch of because because that's like part of the enjoyment for mm-hmm. me. It's like it's cathartic and it's fun to scream. Um, I'm not going to necessarily scream in the dentist office. Like I'm going to like breathe, you know, I'm going to breathe. I'm going to like, you know, do a bunch of, I'm going to try to like not tense up all of these different things. But also like when the dentist kept like stopping being like, are you okay? I kind of want to be like, like, you know, you're a professional sadist, right? Like I want, I want somebody who, you know, I'm there like, I know it's going to be uncomfortable and I know it's going to hurt. I'm there, like, as a means to an end. Like, I want to have, like, healthy gums, <laughs> you know? And so I'm, right. like, putting myself through this. And, you know, I, I'm human. I'm going to have some reactions to it. And I, like, would rather have, a, like, I want the professional to be confident, Yes, you know, that's a good way of putting it. And I feel, and I feel that way when I'm getting tattooed as well. You know, it's like, I, yeah, I would like them to be like considerate and not be like so callous, you know, and also not be like shocked if I'm like experiencing pain. But, uh, but, but you have to carry, you have to carry on. That's that actually right. is the kindest thing that you can do to the person is just just to do it as effectively and efficiently as possible and get just get it done. Let's sit fat quickly and like efficiently as possible. And that is another thing that tattoo artists have in common with sex workers is that you have to concentrate. Like somebody is coming to you wanting you to really concentrate on them and concentrate on their bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that requires like, it's a specific skill set. Like not everybody can do that. Yeah, I think it. I think that comes with experience. The the ability to be able to to concentrate and not be thrown off by the other person's reactions. Yeah. Um, for the most part, I I, I maybe err on the side of a little too much uh, sympathy. Um, but but you're a very well, nice lady. Well, I'm yeah. <laughs> but but what's funny is that. There's a definite definite threshold where the switch will flip if I feel like the person is not doing me the courtesy of of putting in their their end of the work to sit well for me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So what is, know, what should somebody do to sit well when they're getting tattooed? Uh, I mean, things that I think you know people who people who are into kink know know all of this. What you just described. Uh, about how to process pain it's it's very mental you know using your breathing is really is really the number one trick um just being still as much as you can trying to relax your body as much as you can um you know if you start if you start crying honestly for to me honestly if you start crying that's where my sympathy goes out the window i really have (laughs) i really have a hard time i think i just i don't handle crying very well i think i'm just like oh my god I have to do this and this is so distracting and like I know this sucks but like either just tell me like I can't do this and we can stop for the day or like don't just don't cry. (laughs) Well it's so it's it's sad too because like that is something that I have learned uh you know uh, from being a uh professional and uh personal uh kinky person like you have such an opportunity to 
breathe deeply and like be relaxed but engaged you know like not relaxed to the point mm-hmm. of being like of i mean if you have to disassociate in a certain way you have to disassociate but like like you have such an opportunity to like open yourself up and find this incredible uh like trend like uh like consciousness transcendence and like peace and like using that sensation that that experience of that sensation that you just is not like an everyday occurrence uh you can like get so much out of it. And when people are like, like tense themselves up, they're very resistant to it. Maybe. Yeah. You you can learn a lot about your, about yourself through getting tattooed. I think about what kind of person you are um, and how you react in the face of certain things. But then there's also, I think from my end, the, you know, speaking as a tattooer and as a, as a kinky person, the, um, the consent aspect is at play where I'm assuming that my clients, you know, there's an unspoken thing where they'll let me know if they're getting to a point where they really just need to book a second session instead of trying to finish it in one or, um, if they need to take a break that they'll let me know. Um, and, and maybe I should take a lesson from myself and, 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 you know, just trust that if, unless they say that, that they're doing okay. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do prefer to err on the side of checking in and making sure that everything's good. It must be kind of a relief to have a job where it's like being bitchy is like sort of a requirement. <laughs> I think, well, yeah, I think it just depends on your, uh, your style of being. Yeah. I try to make, make people feel comfortable, but I think it, it's similar to... It's very similar to doming. Yeah. You know, people are kind of coming into your domain. It's very intimidating. Yeah. You are the one with the power. You yeah. have to try to make them feel at ease. Yeah. So that they are capable of being put through this physical uh, trial, <laughs> trial in some way. Yeah. But, you know, one that they asked for. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, that that is what if I do get into a conversation with people where, that are, you know, they're like, why would you deliberately when you you have tattoos why would you deliberately do something painful and you know uh when i do get into conversations with people about that that i'm like well you know it like it just it's a different kind of pain when you welcome it Mm -hmm. and you know and i feel like i can talk about that in a way that's not specifically sexual you know or like specifically kinky but like uh actually there are all kinds of things that we do that are uncomfortable or painful that we do deliberately because they shake us up and, you know, or give us an adrenaline high or, or an endorphin high or like get us out of our comfort zone, Mm -hmm. such as like athletics, (laughs) right? You know, uh, no pain, no gain. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Tattooing fits into that really neatly, I think. Yeah, athletics too. I've I've only become an exercise person in the last year and oh my god, I go to these exercise classes and I'm like, these people are psychos. They are <laughs> such insane masochists. So why would you do this to yourself? And people think that this is totally normal. Totally. And they think that getting tattoos is crazy and they think that wanting to be hit on your ass with chains is crazy, but this is way crazier. Dude, totally. <laughs> I mean when you I mean absolutely. I mean, this is another thing that tattoos and sex have in common is that and I, I actually am I I'm not sure if I know quite what the uh what the connection is but the attitude 
about both tattoos and sex does seem to be this like suspension of um, comprehension for, you know, you and I understand that like CrossFit and, (laughs) and like flogging and tattooing all are physiologically not that different in terms of like how, you know, what, uh, your, like what your body, how your body responds, endorphins, adrenaline, et cetera, et cetera. The euphoria you get, the runner's high, like subspace, all of that stuff. Um, but people have this like block on understanding it when it has to do with sex. And And I wonder if tattoos are also like that because it has to, because it has to do with art, because it has to do with, uh, like, because it it is it is sort of like more like ritualistic and almost like kind of mystical in that way maybe i mean there is a long uh you know there is a long that is a major part of tattooing's history yeah um and i think we can look towards you know the 80s and 90s as a time when people were people in the u.s were really consciously trying to use tattooing as a way to access that um, trying to access like a like a almost like a divine like transcendence yeah tattooing piercing and then any kind of bdsm there was yeah. i think there was a major overlap yeah um you know i'm thinking of like fakir, Mustafar, fakir yeah yeah like totally ron or like pe- people of that that kind um and i don't really know if people i don't know if i see that being a scene that exists now in the same way um i do think tattooing is becoming less precious right um and people feel a lot more empowered to try tattooing themselves um try tattooing themselves and try tattooing themselves yeah yeah (laughs) um, both um which is cool it makes space for some experimentation that i think people didn't feel allowed to do before well it does remind me of uh my friend maxwell lander whose uh book carnal anomalies you were just uh looking at uh who uh listeners will remember from the episode about why are people into blood you know one thing that he brought up uh that has really stuck with me in that conversation was the idea of breaking the skin as breaking a barrier. I mean, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's really sort of like the ultimate barrier of between like the self and the outside world, you know, like in a physical sense. And definitely. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's that aspect, which is impossible to not sexualize. And there's also the aspect of having a stranger touch you and having, having to submit to them essentially, um, penetrating your, yeah, your epidermis. Absolutely. Being in different states of undress in certain ways. Um, so I mean, yeah, tattooing can be a very sexy thing. And I think that's pretty commonly, uh, agreed upon. I mean, if you think about, the you know the client tattooer crush is right. a very real phenomenon right um yeah. yeah that's interesting i wonder if that goes back to what you're saying about power uh and how the you know the tattoo artist has so much power over the person who is coming to them and making themselves vulnerable like not only 
like, like literally physically making themselves vulnerable and like being penetrated and, you know, and putting their like safety in that person's hands, but Mm -hmm. also like making themselves vulnerable because they're going to carry that, that mark, that brand of that moment their right, entire and lives you're connected to that person in some way for the rest of your life whether totally. you like it or not totally um that's fascinating um i mean and i guess one last thing that i want to say about pain is that you know i'm definitely the kind of person who really enjoys sadomasochistic experience like playing with giving and receiving erotic pain in situations that I do, that are not necessarily strictly sexual, mm-hmm. and like I can and do and have really enjoyed like like ritualistic pain or like sa- like sadomasochistic scenes with people uh, where I'm not. It's not necessarily like making me wet and I'm not necessarily like thinking about those things like when I'm masturbating and it doesn't even necessarily make me want to like fuck that person or like come like with that person for that person after like I don't necessarily have to be like physically attracted to that person Mm -hmm. to like want to have that experience and like I often feel that way when I'm getting tattooed I I feel like, I mean, you know, I'm aware of the like physiological, like kind of what I was talking about before with like the physiological response, being in a vulnerable position and having the opportunity to like have this, this like intensity and the, the sensation like take me out of the like ordinary everyday, Mm -hmm. like experience of being alive. And like, it makes me super high. And also like, I feel, uh, I feel I just feel like really powerful when I endure things that are painful and uncomfortable and like welcoming yeah. that and be like in this like with this person that I'm like asking to like give me this pain or inflict this pain on me like in this scenario in which ultimately I know that I'm safe in mm-hmm. which ultimately I know that if something is that I can like pay attention to like what is really like what it hurts and what is wrong like what I like cannot take or endure that I know that I'm like able to stop it if yeah. I need to yeah um like j- yeah I mean that that experience that's like what I look to so much of the BDSM that I love for. And so, and I, I love experiencing that getting tattooed and the tattoo artist doesn't even necessarily like need to know that, you know? And like, I'm not like lying there, (laughs) lying there like moaning and groaning and like putting my hands in my pants or like trying to like, like hit on them, you know? Um, uh, You know, uh, I, I, and, and it's kind of like what you were talking about before where you're like seeing like somebody that is like sitting for you and you're like, you didn't say anything to me about this, but you are like sitting really well. But I think that there's a difference between like going in and like, like taking advantage of that experience and like going in and taking advantage of the person who's tattooing you to like participate in an experience that they didn't sign up for. Well, it's also not necessarily intentional because I think I've, I've accessed that when getting tattooed before and it wasn't a thought I had in my mind that, oh, I'm going to go get this tattoo and I'm going to really eroticize the the pain and (laughs) it'll be just so great for me and I'll feel wonderful afterwards um, and it'll be really hot, but like, uh, and hopefully not in like a creepy, (laughs) non-consensual way, but you know, sometimes when you're getting tattooed and there's pain that is difficult to, to take 
it, it is more about reframing it yeah. in your mind um, and trying to to access that point of I'm just gonna I'm gonna try to experience this pain differently than something that is uncomfortable or unbearable and and kink is kind of a reference point for that or a practice that you can use. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, Tamara, before I let you go, I want to ask you about this fantasy that you've just confessed to. (laughs) Um, If you had the right person or persons involved in your kinky tattoo scenario, what would that, what would that look like? Describe it to us. Well, there are so many existing uh, either BDSM tropes or porn tropes that you can are there. I think are just ready made to transfer into the tattooing scene. Like you know, medical play obviously is sure. one of them. There's the drama of setting up of having the person on the table feeling very vulnerable, and oh, maybe they have to take their clothes off so that I can see where they want their tattoo to be. Um, you know, there's the, you, you're inflicting pain, obviously. Um, and there's, I think, so much room for humiliation there. And sure. and I think for me personally, be, it would be really cathartic to be able to unleash that uh, on somebody totally. <laughs> consensually and just, you know, and just unleash a lot of verbal degradation and be like, God, come on. You can't even sit for a fucking tattoo. You asked for this. You're, you little bitch. Come on. Like, <laughs> man up. What's wrong with you? You can't even... This is... Anyone could do this. And you asked me to do it and you can't even handle it? Like, like I think there's a lot of... <laughs> there's a lot that you could draw from. Oh, I love that. That is amazing. And then maybe they would have to be punished even more for not sitting for their tattoo properly. Absolutely. <laughs> and there's the black gloves. The black latex gloves. There you go. The snap. <laughs> Um, awesome. Uh, you know, this is reminding me of two short stories that I will tell. I've told longer versions of these many times, but, uh, I once, when I was living in San Francisco, this is like uh, seven or eight years ago. Um, I got a call from my friend, Lorelai Lee, um, who is a prolific porn star and a wonderful person. Um, and she was doing a public disgrace shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, public disgrace is a kink.com site where uh, scenarios are contrived. Um, uh, sometimes a little bit more like reality TV, sometimes a little bit more like fictional staged um, uh, where uh, a, a submissive woman is like, where, where the whole porn scene happens with like some kind of audience, some kind of like crowd of voyeurs. Um, and so for a while in San Francisco, they would like 
ask local businesses if they could like mm-hmm. shoot a scene there and like all of the people there have to like sign a waiver so, like with uh, the um with the performers like limits on there you know so it's like a it's like controlled sexual chaos uh-huh. right so uh so they were doing a scene at a tattoo parlor uh and they needed people to be there and like pretend that they were just you know they're getting a tattoo and then all of a sudden this like slug gets let in on a leash right so so uh and i had been uh i was performing in porn at the time so i had like a a valid test because in porn in order to perform you have to get this sti test because porn actually is a very uh regulated Mm -hmm. and uh conscientious uh industry despite uh reports to the contrary rumors to the contrary um so i had a test so because i had had a test i could do like fluid bonded acts mm-hmm. with lorelei in the scene and even though i wasn't getting paid i love lorelei so and i was like uh cool, like this will be fun yeah unique setup totally so uh so anyway i also got to like witness you know this whole scene and like the culmination of the scene was um, Lorelai getting a tattoo that says princess for princess Donna, who is the oh, top in the scene. Cool. Um, uh, so you should watch that. <laughs> I will. I'm going to go home and Google that right now. Yeah. I'll send you the link if you, if you can't find it. Um, but, uh, the other scenario, and I've told a much longer version of this, um, at other times. Um, but, uh, uh, I'll cut out like a lot of the details and just say like I was once doing a scene with some friends and I was asked if it was okay for them to mind fuck me. Mm-hmm. And so about halfway through the scene, um, this man that I had never seen before and I, and I said it was fine for them to mind fuck me. Right. And I had a safe word uh, if it was like too much. So this man that I had never seen before, like walked into the dungeon and they like strapped me down and said that they were going to tattoo the word slut on my ass. Uh-huh. And so this guy gets out a tattoo gun Whoa. and tattoos slut on my ass. Like I, like I know, I know what a tattoo feels like. I knew it was real. <laughs> I know what a tattoo gun looks like and sounds like, you know, so, and they were like jeering at me and basically sort of like the scenario that you were just describing of like, Incredible. well, like, like, uh, you know, like she's like menace to society. Like anytime anybody takes down her pants, they need to know that she's like really like such a slut. Like, you yes. know, she looks like such a good girl, but like people need Amazing. to know the truth. Right. Warning so, label. And I was like in that, that that um state that i hope everyone who ever wants to be in such a state can experience where i simultaneously was like horrified and like believed that this was actually happening to me but also knew that i was safe and that these people were uh-huh. <laughs> not going to do anything to me that would like really fuck me up. So, uh, uh, they did, they did a great job of getting me there. Um, and so then, uh, they, uh, they finished tattooing me and then they, uh, you know, untied me and took me over to the mirror and showed me that indeed it did say slut on my ass. And they had like tattooed like stars and, you know, arrows and smiley faces and stuff. Like I was like a, like bathroom graffiti. (laughs) Um, and, and it was bright red, And that is when they explained to me that a tattoo feels the same 
whether there's ink in the gun or not, which yeah. I'm sure you know. Yes, I was. So, I was. That was what I was thinking. The ending of that story was going to be, but that's a great. That is a great way to employ it, and um, and yeah, I would love to make that happen for somebody. Yeah, if there's any young lads or <laughs> anyone of any <laughs> gender persuasion out there that wants a really mean tattoo artist to be like, well. I know that you wanted to get a traditional anchor, but instead I wrote slut because I can see that that's what you really are. Oh my so, God. <laughs> and I would please get in touch, email me. Oh my God. That is so amazing. I'm sure you're going to, I'm sure your phone is going to be ringing off the hook. Um, well, after hours, after that's after hours. Yes. Well, Tamara, that seems like, a good note to end on. Um, tell everyone what your internet presence is. If they want to get in touch with you to purchase one of your many um, original indie, uh, you know, sexy art books or a, a print from you or to get tattooed by you or to do a really weird kinky um, <laughs> scene. Uh how can they get in touch with you on um, the internet? So my email is santibaneztattoo at gmail. Um, Will you my, spell that? It's S-A-N-T-I-B-A-N-E-Z, as in zebra. Um, my website is tamarasantibanez.com. You can email me through there for tattoos and commissions as well. Um, you can see my work and my artwork there. Um and my publishing can be found at disciplinepress.com. And what are what's your Instagram handle? It, it's just my name, Tamara Santibanez. It's a great Instagram. Thank you. Thank you so much for talking about all of this stuff with me. Thank you. This was so fun. Like I said, I never get to talk about tattooing like this. So it's my pleasure. Cool. Well, me neither, actually. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm glad we can make your dreams come true. <laughs> my dreams. Yay. Okay. Thanks, Tamara. <laughs> Thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.